recording live from somewhere. You on point, Phil? All the time, Vod. You on point, Phil? All the time, Vod. You on point, Phil? All the time, Vod. Let me hit record and let's start the pod. Let's start the pod. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. <laughs> Put the tissue in the, in the, in the, in the, the tissue in the top. <laughs> tissue or the tape. They don't know about that. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox. Davis Bathurst. Gandhi. Hip Hop 365. You know the time, it's the tissue and the tape Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date MCs I rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi Four seat at the table getting milled, Solange ate No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces Jessic lyrics to elevate and physically separates us You can debate us but get your weight up We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious Worldwide but you're racist Back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box In a grave dip, we raise this Culture, culture born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling That insults us I post up with the rap radar That gets me vexed when he uplift trash Like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines It's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme We just take it back Or rather choose to rewind When heat holders in the back of the twines It's defense of the bond Diggy, Jack Beasley, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. No. Yes, sir, man. This is a special one, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tissue in the Tape. I am Davis Backwards, and who states your name, gangsta? Phil Mag365, aka the Five Foot Assassin, knocking fleas off your collar. Yes, sir, man. And we are here to celebrate and commemorate and just have a grand old time talking about one of the projects one of the the pieces of art that that pretty much shaped us man like yeah, like man. no exaggeration this, this this is a life changer like literally yeah no for a lot of us especially our old heads um you know our uncles our our cousins you know everybody that we looked up to um in my case you know my older sister uh in your case you know your uncle your mm-hmm. your older cousins like this this was this, this, this is important this, to us too, home. man. This is important to us yeah. because this is right in our wheelhouse too, man. We're talking about the Low End Theory by a Tribe Called Quest, arguably one of the greatest albums, not just hip hop albums, but certified classic, certified five mic classic at that. Yeah. One of the when, when, that when that meant something of all time, all time, <laughs> exclude nobody. Yeah, so um, it's dope to be able to actually talk about this here. Uh, we're, we're gonna see a lot in the next coming days of people talking about how this album changed it. And, you know, actually five years ago, we talked about it on the 25th anniversary, but I think as we start to see hip hop progress, 
we're having more moments like this where albums that we grew up with are starting to turn 25. Yeah, 30. man. Yeah, it's yo, it's getting to a point, man. We go, yo, we're, we're coming up very soon uh, on some, like next year, Yeah, class of 87, yeah. all of those joints are gonna be 35 years old, man. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's so just man. crazy when you start thinking about that. Yeah. And you start to think about like, man, how many times have I purchased this project? Like, how, how did I first get it? Oh, I I, I begged my mom to get it or I, I taped it off for somebody. And then when I was older, I had, you know, the tape. And then, you know, when I got a little bit older than that, you know, I had the CD and then I, I went back and got the vinyl or, you know, it's like all these different um, variations about how. I think how. I've owned this project five, six times. Yeah, I'm probably on in terms of purchasing with my own money. I'm probably at about four. I, I I've had I had two cassettes. Yeah. Uh, two CDs. Uh, uh, actual digital purchase and a vinyl. Yeah. So I I'm I'm with you. I have the digital purchase. I have two CD purchases and a vinyl. Um, a repressed vinyl. I I still want an original, but it's funny like. Hey, don't rob me, but in my car, I've always kept um, Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders. And, you know, here recently I started to add um, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. But I, I, like, in the console or somewhere in my car, always, <laughs> yes. like, since I've had a CD player, um, I've always just kept those on deck uh, just because you just never know. Like, you just might want to throw it on or, you know, it's better than listening to the radio. So, yeah. Yo, look, I. The only CD that's been in, in the car in the left. When did Watch the Throne come out? 20... 2011, so 10 years 2011. So that's the only CD that's been in the car since 2011. Yeah. That, that's the, and I, I can see that, though. I can see why, like, a lot a lot of those albums, like, you could just, like, you know, like, no. mindlessly throw it on. It, it, when we when we got the new car, I took it out and put that joint in, and it's just in there. So, like, every now and then, if I'm in a place where, mm-hmm. like, like, the... You know, Wi-Fi not working or something. Yeah. But anyway, that's not why we here, man. We we yeah. we 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 about, we got to get on in it. Like I was about to say, what I'm on an excursion, but I mean, <laughs> no, uh, definitely. We wanted to uh, obviously just talk about the impact that um, the low end theory had on us, uh, that uh, Chop Call Quest had on us. Uh, but we also, you know, just wanted to just talk about the track listing and then just you know ultimately just close out with some some cool things that we yeah. observed about it in the past thirty years. But I'll let you start, man. I mean um at what point did you uh because you're a person that 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 is instrumental in introducing albums to people so like when this album when you when you met a lot of the the dope people in your life like so to speak like your wife or you know obviously you know you have a a 11 year old so -hmm. like at at what point you know did you introduce this album to both of them well for z birth (laughs) (laughs) right yeah so she, she she's been getting uh like you know, if anybody's ever listened to our drop, she she has a couple different ones, but once she, she keep bouncing, you know, which which is from you know obviously Midnight Marauders, but that just goes to show you we've always had tribe in the family. But uh, one of the first songs that I that I ever played for 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 jazz uh, was Check the Rhyme, and she was of course she was familiar with tribe, but just really just she heard tribe, but she wasn't listening. You know what I mean, yeah, it's so it was. It was, it was, when you're doing it on your own time, like when you've heard yeah. it, you know, in the periphery, it's cool. But like when you're yeah. in your own time, really listening to it, you really can just 
this here the the yeah and of course we bonded over but you know my brother b johnson who's a who's also a tribesman uh you know is you know that's one of the things that me and him bonded over like just listening because we were already heavy into uh midnight marauders by the time we met and then you know early early on into our friendship uh midnight marauders came out so low end was like you know revisiting like the fact that we both had that that same appreciation for the first two albums but especially this one man i I remember this joint coming out like this for me this was seventh grade so this this was this was a big deal you know a huge fan of uh the the single check the rom so it was it was just one of those things but I didn't I heard the album but I didn't get the album until like after Chris I got it for Christmas um with my I bought it with my own money after like a couple days after Christmas yeah so, so it came it came out September yeah, I didn't right. actually get the album until December I just and, remember that Christmas break you know like you said seventh grade i just remember that christmas break like listening to that and then going back to school you know and you know in in 92 and you know there there was only a select few that really were you know were on it like that like it still was it still was a time where you know everybody was kind of crisscrossed out or you know like this was was, (laughs) yeah like this this was mature music like this was like this was really like you know like for for the heads for the aficionados the connoisseurs for the people that really you know like live hip-hop at the time yeah my my uncle it was one of those guys and he had it and i would listen to it and everything but it when i once i and and see one and i've told the story on the pod before but my 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 great grandma uh bought me and my cousin brandon she at stocking stuff but she bought us she bought us check the rom single she bought us uh um the ghetto boys mind playing tricks on me and she put a snap i got the power <laughs> oh yeah yeah you said it but yo that's underrated man like yo, like imagine if somebody gave that to you on christmas now like you would cry yo yo that that's amazing that's, like that was awesome Yo, and the fact that it was my, it wasn't my grandma, it was my great grandma. Yeah, it was no, my mom's the, grandma, yeah, my yeah. grandma's mom. You know what I mean? That's, so, and that's like one of your fondest memories. Yo, one of the fondest because like that level of thought, like, mm-hmm. first of all, she, she, she knew nothing about any of those groups. She just, she just knew that we like hip hop and she asked the people what's good. And that, and shout out to whoever recommended those, those three. Cause I mean, you know, not even knowing nothing about us or just knowing like, yo, three totally different types of hip hop, but all was was one of them ones, at especially at the time, mm-hmm. and, you know, and two, I mean, really all three are classics in yeah. their own right. But yeah. I mean, the fact that we, me, I remember me and Brandon going up there, reaching into our stockings, then looking at each other like, Yo, and 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 just me and him doing the routine back and forth. I I know I'm jumping ahead, man, but we yeah I know we gonna start with excursions, but um, yeah, man, it's just such a, a fine memory that that whole time. So even even now, it almost when I when I hear Low in Theory, it feels like Christmas. Yeah, because, that's dope. Yeah, or even when I hear Check the Rom, it feels like Christmas. I mean, so yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I definitely have that same type of, of feel when I listen to it. It always takes me back. But we, we actually, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. We might as well just talk about the track listing. And, um, you know, uh, back when they really started to, to, to appreciate hip hop and, you know, like different, um, different projects and different images and stuff um, with the streetwear, um, you know, with, you know, Supreme would do it and, you know, uh, Stussy would do it. But like that, that, um, that excursion shirt that came out, the tribe shirt that came out, and obviously now they have their own merch and stuff like that. And their stuff is pretty dope. But yo, like I couldn't get my hands on that excursion shirt. I'm still mad, man. Yo, I, I have, I have the the Stussy times Joe TV raps. Yeah. Um, tribe joint. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, they had, they got, they got a, uh, they got a couple joints. They got, uh. They got a people's instinctive travels joint that yeah. was crazy um i was i was honestly funny you said that i was looking at some joints they get they had a couple on ebay and i was trying to figure out if i wanted to yeah you know, you take know. the plunge yeah yeah well let's talk about it man uh it's 14 tracks um and it's it's really uh you know these guys when they actually when they made people's instinctive like they they couldn't even uh drink you know they they weren't they weren't uh you know they weren't <laughs> babies, able to drink. Son, babies so you know now you look at this and like it's like okay like you guys you know you can get in the club you know obviously legally you can drink but um what's dope about about this is we got 14 tracks and really none of them sound the same even though they have that that influence of jazz they all mm. kind of can, can all stand alone on their own yeah um what we wanted to do is just talk about um like what an excursion or what bugging out or what rap promoter what it meant to us 30 years ago versus what it means now we're gonna run through these pretty <laughs> quick but like i would start with excursions man it's, it's, it's at the top it's at the top of the album in 91 you can look at it from a nostalgic standpoint or you could just you know tell us you know like in 91 what was an excursion to you like quickly <laughs> My, my my skirt it was it was it was only it was either one or two things it was either you know going going to the uh the corner store played like street fighter or something like that or yeah. or the the the, the ultimate scourge is like either going to like uh my cousin house for the weekend and we and like getting on the um getting on the bus go down there you know and we just chill listen to hip-hop probably listening to tribe but those those was the excursions you know that we have and then you know oh throwing one other one um going to my grandma house my, my right. great grandma she lived out in um the chamney you know which for those that's like suburbs of philly so going out there and that, and that was like a whole nother world from the city like when and looking back at it now it's a short ass trip it's like 25 30 minutes at most at most right? you, you know but you know if traffic is heavy but it felt like going literally going to like a whole nother world you know fresh air you know swimming pool. i mean it was all the, <laughs> the traffic of the the suburbs so like so like juxtapose that now so like so, so what's the excursion for you now yo man going going to uh kroger <laughs> line, taking taking the young lady to school right but, um you know, or just you know me, me on the grind. You know my daily, my daily grind. Right, because you're like, in the car a lot. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, you know me. I don't do much, and I and I, and that's by design. Right. You know, out me and outside. You know, we we uh, it's complicated. 
<laughs> so th thinking about that, um, for me going to bugging out, you know, which is the second joint, um, you know, probably my favorite joint on the whole on the whole album. You know, back in '91, bugging out to me, you know, uh, do the right thing had, had come out a couple years ago. You know, with, with that being the case with that in '88 and whatnot, but um, yeah, bugging out to me was you know just like all the crazy comedy and like all the physical comedy that we used to see um, of the '90s and late '80s, '90s. That's what bugging out. Yeah, living color. Right. Uh, ultimately, Def Jam. Like, yeah. yeah, like, that's what I like when I think of that, like I just think of like physical comedy and just like that um, humor of, of of that time. And then now, obviously, bugging out for me now is is just a little bit different. It, it's it's like when somebody tries to test me. <laughs> that's like yo, you like yo, you're bugging. Like yo, you're bugging out. Like chill, you know. So. Yeah. Just, um, when I when I, I see those the, the people the Karens and whatnot of yeah the I was about to say so much of the stuff I see on the, on the internet <laughs> yeah these people are bugging out bugging but out. also when I think of this song man this to me this is this is Fife's coming out party man this yeah. is like yo where like all right fight fight this because he he wasn't really on people's instinctive heavy like that you know but this to me this was this is one of this is maybe my favorite verse of his just i just love and then the video you know mm -hmm. they they did the the cold video where we got the jazz um Yo, that, i can't i can barely watch that like it, it, it makes me like this video is one of my favorite videos ever but it, it definitely yeah. somebody's cutting onions when i watch oh that. yeah yeah man get a little i sweat get a little emotional because you, you know you know fight fight means a lot to me man so when they when uh, they drop that beat right on the two inch tape like uh no when uh See, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but no, see, like this, even when I listened to it today, man, I was just I was just shaking my head, like, and Z looking at me like, Yeah, yeah. you gonna be all right? I'm like, right. Yo, man, it's you you yeah. pack on your lunch. Somebody I mean, even say your shorty black, you're bugging out. Yeah, nah, man. that's that's um that's yeah, like like you said, like coming out party for fight, that's the best way to describe that one. Now, when you see when you see rap promoter. You know, in '91, I think we, you know, we we probably shared the same. When I thought of rap promoter in '91, I'm thinking of like Rush, right? Like Rush was. It's really the only rap promoter that I yeah. knew. Yeah. Um, I was starting to learn just from the music that uh that uh record companies weren't were uh all, didn't always play fair. And then we also like we we started to learn about LaFace and like Andre yeah. Harrell. Like we you know our education about the music business and the moguls and you know like yeah what, it was it was it was starting to come into play. But right. really to this point, um, my only frame of reference was Crush Groove. Crush Groove, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like seeing like that that portrayal of of Rush and seeing. You yeah. know him and, and like knowing who he was and seeing him, you know, eventually on um, weekly on Def Comedy Jam and whatnot, like actually putting like that that reference to him like that rap promoter that like now when you look at it, it, it takes a whole different like yeah you know um, yeah they 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 was light based on what we know now like they right. they they took it easy on the uh, on the rap promoters right. Now that, but, that's a great that's great that you said it though crush groove like that it yeah. was pretty pretty much like was a, a great depiction of, of that but i have to say this this might be like originally mm -hmm. like this might be my least favorite song on yeah. now it's not a bad song at it's all my least yeah. favorite 
Yeah. Um, though, out of out of all the joints, because it's funny because like since I didn't had a I didn't had an album at first, I had to put it on the cassette. Yeah. And you know you you know the ninety minute joint is only forty five minutes. Yeah. So that the album is like forty eight. So somebody had to go. In <laughs> 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 uh, uh, rap promoter, uh, you know. It's an easy one to cut. It's on and it, it's it, pretty short. So yeah, like yeah people, rap rap promoter was the weakest link. Yeah. Um. um Second shortest uh, joint on the whole album with um, Sky Pager being shortest and then what being third shortest. So um, you can see what what Tip was kind of doing with those tracks too. It was yeah. like you could see like the full out production ones, and you could see also the ones where he was trying to give it like some, you know, like to to give it some some not not filler, but you know, like to kind of give it its um, what am I trying to say? Give it its body, like you know, to yeah, like out. like flush it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and, I, I didn't want to say girth, like that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, pause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it also gave it, it just like just touching on different subjects and what was going on, and you could tell, you could kind of see where they were, mm-hmm. um, as artists at that time, what they were dealing with. Right. You no. Know, um. But, but song number four. Yes. Yeah. Song- yeah, and and actually in the lexicon, like I know, um. Like Wesley Snipes, like he probably when you think about his butter, it's like butter. Mm-hmm. He probably comes to mind pretty much. Yeah. Um, like but, but jump. yeah, but but this, yeah, you know, for for us, it probably is like the the, the biggest influence as far as like yeah. for the lexicon. Like it's like butter. Love this song, yo. I was like, yo, yo, just just five solo joint again. This this whole album, like Fife was really letting people know that that he was nice. Yeah, and this this song like like <laughs> again, yeah, I, I'm Ultraman like Alexander. I don't know if you remember Ultraman the the, mm-hmm. uh, the like the the comic book cartoon. Yeah. Thing. So the, uh, originally that's who I thought he was talking about. I was like, I was like maybe the, Alexander O'Neill's the actor, and then right. like, and one day you know oldie station in the car with with the general Saturday. <laughs> I hear I hear uh I hear that joint. I'm like oh yeah. Alexander O'Neill. Hidden gems, hidden gems. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, but Butter is is at at the top of one of my favorite joints. And, uh, you know, anytime we could get a a Fife solo, especially at that time, that was like. And and, and, and to this day, I still say, yo, yo, track about about Tresman for that sensitivity. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Um, Versus from the abstract, yo, I I, always love that title. uh, like I, I use that just in like when I'll write oh, something wow. down sometimes and it doesn't have any like clear like path to it. I'll say oh versus from the abstract, but um yeah, like what can you say about this man? Like um to the singing from Virginia Mahika. Yeah, yeah, like un- uncredited feature by her. Um but it was dope because uh anybody that's familiar with native tongues knows that she's pretty much like an unofficial yeah. official yeah, she's member. like a she's like a uh cousin yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah man that just like like you could tell he was just he was just in the studio mm. he laid back and he it, it felt like he was shouting out whoever was in the studio like fight is in the house yo t- yo tips shout out game is like hall of fame shout out game. yeah like yeah, like he, he's always been good with the shout first person first person that i know of to ever shout out the engineer Bob Power, yeah, we, we we would not know who Bob Power was at that time without that. 
Yeah. Um, even shouted out McDonald's on um, Midnight Marauders too. So. <laughs> uh, show business, man. You you know this is one of the more paying joints. Although you did remind me, like, I mean, you think about it, Diamond D. Like you get a verse from Diamond D on your album, your sophomore yeah. album at that time. You know, with with Brad Newby and also like. You know, listening to it 30 years later, like you can appreciate it. Obviously, at the time, it was a big deal to have, you know, those two different crews represented like that. Like, where did you where did you always rate this one? I love this song because I love the I love this dot X verse. And then I I love like, it, I don't know, I always had this thing about hearing uh, when you hear like a sample, like a vocal sample hearing the verse that that vocal sample came from mm-hmm. always is always dope to me like so like of course uh diamond d would later cut that joint up for his song fuck what you heard yep uh but hearing hearing uh i thought i hit a pound of earth but i and i was a big fan of brand nubian anyway so hearing them on a joint and, and this was and this is before everybody was doing features mm-hmm. so the fact that they had a feature from a major group at that time and i didn't i wasn't i wasn't as up i didn't know um diamond d just yet like as a rapper right because stunts and bloods didn't come out to the next year but oh boy yo <laughs> oh boy but no, I always, I always thought this, this album, I always thought that song was dope, you know, and 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 like giving the jewels that they was giving, you know, like still want to be in show business, like it's not easy because everybody thinks it's easy, especially when you 11, 12, 13 right. years old. You just knew so, you were getting a deal. Yeah, and and then these dudes is are people that like they weren't my peers, they were the OGs, big bros, so they was like kind of giving giving me some game. So I, I always I always thought this song was was dope. A lot of people kind of poo-poo on it, um, but I, I, I fuck with it. Yeah. No, it's good. And like you said, like um, it wasn't common. You got Jive, you got Electra, you got um, Polygram, all these different labels, mm-hmm. you know, at the time, you know, there was much more red tape and, you know, Yo. all that. So it was and dope it, to and see. And Diamond D does a feature on your joint, you almost are guaranteed a classic or at least uh uh, one of them joints that's like where you got a cult following. Like, I mean, he's on the score, mm. he's on this, he's mm. on uh, Alcoholics, uh, second drink. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's one of them things, man. So vibes and stuff is next. It's like right at the middle of the album. So it's like you got like you said you got the 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 whole side of just like the introduction. Like you got to you know some the solos. Everybody did their thing, and it's like you got vibes and stuff um what what was vibes and stuff to you back in 91 like outside of this album like what what would you consider mm-hmm. that to be yo up in up in the penthouse uh <laughs> play, playing super nintendo genesis yeah uh having having uh some butterscotch crimpets or some you know uh probably a pepsi around this time pizza from bruno's me and me and my brother gene you know, my cousin B, we just be in there just yeah. or or in there watching wrestling or listening to like some Eddie Murphy uh joints, like listening yeah. to Raw Delirious. Bobs and stuff, man. Bobs and stuff, man. That's that's yeah, what the vibes was. Trying to trying to uh trying to convince uh a, a, a young lady to, to to come hang with us in the penthouse. Yeah. 
No, nah, definitely. And obviously anybody that knows you now, like you just said, like you don't really you don't really bang while outside like that. So it's so not much. Or the animal bang. I was, but now I chill at home. All I do is write rhymes, eat, drink, shit. Get bone. That's right. Nah, that's not a bad life there. Um, heading towards the second half of it, the infamous date rape, another joint that when you when you look at it though, like it's got some lines in there. Yeah. Like even their cadence together, the way they were were um you know like rhyming off each other like was was dope it was just like the subject matter i think even my mom was like yo what's that yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying what are you listening to but um yeah like it's 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 a it's a different type of um title but it's misleading it's misleading but because like when you hear what you hear what tip's saying like he's saying like yo i don't have to do any of that like yo yeah. I'm, I'm tip nigga. like you know so yeah, de- definitely a um, sign of the times as far as like the title. I don't think they would name anything like that. Yo, um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely a, j- not. a j- jive wouldn't be jiving with that. Um, but but what this song did though, it 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 caught you off guard a little bit with the title. But what it did is it is one of the best lead-off hitters for one of the greatest hip-hop songs mm-hmm. to ever ever be heard yo like it's almost it's almost a good thing that it's not like one of the better songs because it would get overshadowed like or, or it would create one of those runs that you always talk about where there's always a three it, it, it would this this song though like if you if you look how they did it, everything is fair, which is I think is a dope song. But if you look where Check the Rhyme is in relationship to all the other songs, it, it it's it's like, yo, I got I got a a, a slap hitter in front of me. I got I got I got one that can you know drive in some runs. They don't they they might strike out or they might hit a home run. It's gonna be one or the other, but me in here, you know, I'm I'm 40 40. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm 86 strawberry. Like I'm that dude, you know. So it's it's one of them joints where it, it almost gave it like it put it on a platform. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it, it's like T like ball. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, if you look at this joint, um, and we we could talk about it when we get to it. I don't think they have the three song run until the last couple joints and that's really depending on how you feel about sky pager like yeah you know like which well we, we'll get there yeah, but we we can not universally you know like oh that's my favorite joint on the whole yeah. like nobody's saying that about sky pager but yeah because um in its own right you know it, yeah. it fits but because number nine mm-hmm. yeah no, that, number nine is that one we we, one, we, one we talked about check the rom to, to uh but I mean, that's how we open the the pod. But check the rhyme. So many, so many things come from this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just the, the the back and forth. You on point tip all the time, fight. But one of the greatest lines in all of hip hop. Industry rule number four thousand and eighty. Record company people are shady. Yep. So please watch it back because I think they smoke crack. I don't, I don't doubt, doubt it. it. Look at how they, Look at how they act. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Nah. To the point where there's a magazine 
or was a magazine called 4008. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing more to say. Like if you if you if you say, you know, 4080, if you anybody that's that that's outside around this time, that's a tribe fan, they already know what time it is. Definitely. You know, you know, I use that, I use that when I be talking about like in my area, I'd be like, oh, it's 4080. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I ain't going there. They 4080. And and yeah. and I and I might even just be thinking it to myself because only a select few gonna get yeah, only a select few. It's a, you, you for have to do it too. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. um, like you said, everything is fair. Is is it's a it's a it's a good it's a good joint. You know, another it, tip it, solo record. Um, this yeah. was his, his like Fife had his solo joint where he was telling his stories. His yeah. his was about the ladies. Tips was also about the ladies, but just a little different way. He was he was uh. <laughs> Had him a, a, a cougar situation. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. He was in a cat fight. Yeah, not nah, very uh, yeah. Bla- blazer fifty esque. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I I, I, I like the joint. It, it um, it was like his street tale without, cause he he made it clear he wasn't he wasn't a gangster dude. He, he wasn't hustling, but it it was a way for him to tell this story and get caught up in that world without. Right. You know, without going full Kooji rap. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. No, that's you a great know. way to put it. That's a great way to put it. And then I think the the album, the album's probably like check the rhyme obviously is is the is a quintessential tribe mm-hmm. call quest song, but the the song that, that really is like definitive as far as like this this yeah. album. Um you could have very well been the like if they weren't as creative as they were. They could have said, "Yo, the, the name of our second album is called We Got the Jazz." Or We've got the jazz, like yeah, like that. That wouldn't have been, and it, and, it, and, it, and it would have been perfectly fitting. Like, yeah. like, I mean, the the low end, like, like for the longest, I had no idea what that meant. I right. always thought they meant like we're the we're on the low end of the totem pole. Which, which, like, which I mean, in, in maybe in double later, entendre. In later times, it has been like it was fresh off of Rodney King. Rodney King it happened and then um it was also like you said like an entendre for the bass and the, yeah. the way that it was actually um math mix and mastered. So it yeah, it definitely was. Like yeah, like just looking at it, the low end theory, just looking at it, I was like, oh, yeah, the logo is in is in the the lower regions of this character here. It must be yeah. like, you know, getting the short end of the stick yeah. or, you in know. The, in the in the uh the 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 figures it looks like it's taking a knee. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, yeah, probably one of my favorite titles, though. Like, and I know you love this title too. But yeah. yeah. Like one of my favorite album titles. Like it's just like like it's crazy that you named it. You know that you named it that. The creativity is, um, you know, yeah. like that they that they did. It's just yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but we got the jazz though, man. Yeah. That's it's yeah. just, it's just so fit. Like like we said, they did the um they did the split video with this and bugging out. But yeah. yeah, like you said, when they when they drop the the music out and, and they doing the uh the the, the finger snaps and hand oh, claps, man, like yo. That, yo, that gets me at like yo there there there's a, a there's I have that version of that and I like I wish it was on like streaming so I could add it to like playlist. Yeah, I, I, need, I, I need it. I need I'll it. I'll send it to you. But I, that version because it's on it was on the single. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that just and they, and they doing the soul claps, yo. Yeah, man, that's like this and like I, I and I've always been a fan of split videos when they do it right. 
like prob probably this is right up there like my favorite is probably still uh liquid and only when i'm drunk yeah uh but this this is right up there with but like you said like speaking of the video like they had you know they had it it was very like you know very jazz influence as far as like mm -hmm. it, it was like in black and white or yeah, like real like, monotone right you, and, then you, and then you pop out with bugging out you got all mm -hmm. the colors and you know all you know like almost like Simpson. the eyes like simpson-esque right like yeah. almost like making a Simpson. no that's a fact yeah like yeah. and then and then and then at the end of that then for tips verse then you go back to the yeah yeah man that like that 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 brotherhood like I, I just i never felt it as much as that particular part seeing that at the end of that video so seeing yeah. it now just like crazy man yeah man um sky pager in 91 uh this meant a lot of stuff to, Yo, to us because first of all if you had a sky page you had one you 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 was you was a different yeah different kind of big ball <laughs> like you see like, when it comes no talk about it like i don't think people really understand i was trying to think what the equivalent in 2021 to a sky pager could be Yo, you ever heard Jalen Rose talk about his worst purchase he ever made was a Virtu phone that he had for like $10,000. And like, I remember, I was like, yo, what is a Virtu phone? And I remember I was in an airport and they had them in like the international part or whatever. Like, a Virt, like, like a, a Sky Pager was like the harbinger to like, to like the, the cell phone in the bag pretty much. Yeah. Um, but even still, it still doesn't quite do it justice. Because at that time, that type of technology was like, yo, I can communicate with somebody that's not actually like on a landline. Like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Just the, the, to think where we are now, 30 years later, like your your dog wouldn't, you know, use that. <laughs> yo, I, but I was trying to think in just terms of prestige and like status, the closest thing that I could think of. Like technology wise, like that? No, I mean, just in general. It's probably like like a rare pair of kicks, like some off whites, maybe something of that level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you know, like when you saw um, Kamala's nephew-in-law at the um, at the inauguration with the Dior's, the Dior, yeah. you know, like it's like, ooh, okay, like yeah, you know, something like, like you, that. That's yeah, like, like the like, pager is it was a level of prestige mm -hmm. like it was status that like you already knew like mm -hmm. like if you uh if if you uh if you like a certain pair of shades like if you if you in the d <laughs> uh, you know you you got the boss, you got the boss. that's that's like where the sky pager is right. um and like just just the, the technology is so hilarious now like mm -hmm. you, you call the number you give them a message they call the person the person calls them back and they relay the message <laughs> yeah that's so silly man yeah like yeah, yeah. that's so silly <laughs> yeah and then you had there was like a person typing out the messages that yeah. you could read it on your joint yo that joint was uh revolutionary at the yo, time like oh I, I got a personal secretary in the sky. Yeah, man, you didn't you didn't have to, yeah, like you didn't have to turn your phone <laughs> upside down and read the message. You know, you didn't yeah. oh yeah, you, oh, you know that type in uh four three one one. Right. 
Nah, so it was it was cool that I was involved in there going into the what. And I look, one of the things that you said that stuck with me as we go to the, the, the bottom of the album, the last part of the album, you said that you always wanted to do a response joint. Yeah. I always thought about that. I, I'm still I, I'm still that's that's a bucket list thing. Like yeah. if I ever if I ever got a chance to do anything with, with Q tip, I would want to do the the answer version to that same beat. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and then you know. Yeah, I always thought that was cool though. That you said that. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that and was um, cool. there, there may there may be one of those somewhere in in out here in in, in the um in the vault. There may there may be uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Yeah, what's Coke snorting? Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, the scenario uh again revolutionary song arguably uh, and we've talked about this too yeah arguably arguably greatest the greatest cut. posse cut ever uh, maybe only outdone by it's uh his little brother the <laughs> yo yeah yeah yo there were a couple stories that came out about this too people were talking about it and one of the things that i read today was shocking was um that they actually had uh somebody that was in their crew that recorded a verse for um for the album and he got killed like two days like he got killed in close proximity to when they were working on the album basically mm -hmm. that, and that, um on the remix yeah yeah and that's why bust say that at the beginning he was like six yeah. weeks are in, in physical present one is in yeah. spiritual essence yeah yeah, yeah. like um yeah just his story and just i didn't know it was in such like close proximity to to the whole um, yeah i heard busted talking about it it was like he got killed like two days after recording it or something like that yeah 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 man and, and, um, and like everybody was like real real high on this talent they was like dude was in i mean the verse is fire it's yeah. just amazing but scenario the the original recipe yeah so first one of the things and like they have to put these out one day there 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 are multiple versions of the yes. original scenario with yes. the other members of native tongues uh there's a daylight version there's one with dreads on there they was like this one had the best chemistry it flowed the best um <laughs> they were right um and I, to just to just uh give give him definitely a shot but yeah it was um kid hood he was a friend of q-tip Say he recorded his verse for scenario on one take, but was murdered two days later. Um, and then uh, on the single, in the in the cop in the the vinyl copies of the single, Tip wrote a dedication to him to him that's in there, um, just talking about you know everything and wow. Um, Maddie C uh, put that out as well as far as commemorating it, but um kid hood man you know obviously rest in peace but that was that was a, um that like you said with bus bringing that together like that there, there's so much stuff that goes on with the recording of songs and like you said like so many different versions and stuff and what we get a lot of times you know people often talk about tip like man like you know he such a perfectionist and you know he wants this and that and yeah um, you know they they just had to just almost sneak this out of his clutches <laughs> He'd probably still be fine-tuning the joint, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's so many. One of the biggest crimes in all of hip hop is that we never got a Native Tongues collective album or just yeah. more collaborations between them. I mean, there's really only like 
two or three that you can consider like you know like it's like this and buddy and then like the jungle brothers joint that they did uh, a little bit later a little bit later on yeah but there's no there's there's not enough yeah so but this this is i mean everybody knows or should know this is the launching pad for Buster Runs. Like we said, this was uh, Fife's coming out party. This was Buster's. Uh, this was Buster's uh, lead, leaders of the new school resignation. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, is, uh, you know, this, this is uh, this is the equivalent of when, uh, like, when uh, one of the IG models uh, links in the bio when they when they when they come back with with a new body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, it, yeah. yo, they delete. Yo, and you see, you right. It's right before they delete all the old pictures, so you still see a couple of the old pictures, yeah. like they, way down in the feed. But they got, they got the new ones before they got, they, they got so many likes for them to for them to delete before them. they completely w- w- know when they want to show, like like New Year, New Me type. Jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, bus. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with yo, you? Yo, that's that's real though. But uh, but Bus was letting it be known, like, yo, I I am about to be a force for the next twenty years, and he 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 wasn't. He was a force for the next thirty years. Yeah, he's still a force to the point where nobody wants to see him in verses. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. Because somebody somebody has to go against this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even just a few weeks ago when him and Spliff did the the um, medley um, at the VMAs, you know, I saw the clip of that. It's like, yeah, it's just Smoking. to have that type of talent. Um, you know, that they all that native tongues had in general, but to all just like he he really was, you know, a, a, a unofficial, you know, member of the of the tribe as well. But yeah, man, it's just um dope to be able to see, you know, this album, you know, reach this um age. Obviously, we we Fife is sorely missed. Um sorely man, it hurts. Know, some somebody that you know that that we you know, just never met him, but loved him. You know, like yeah, man. You know, he, he, felt, he felt like a big brother. He was, he was, he was a hero. Just yeah. to, for, for me, he was a hero. He's a hero to you me know? too, man. And um, you know, there's there's so much stuff that I have just around my house that that represents them. Um, and it's it's not even right. Like you know, sure. just even just even like some of the masks that I have, like Christmas ornaments, uh, yeah. co- coffee mugs, like. When I think about, um, when I think about, you know, Ali, Shahid, Muhammad, Q Tip, and, and Fife Dog, and you know, even Jerobi, like, when I think of them, like, they're they're like like that's my tribe, you know, like yeah. literally how we say like, yo, that's those are my guys, man, for life, for better, for worse, you know. Yeah, I, I am a tribesman. Yeah, man, it's just, <laughs> it's just how it is, and this album was definitely instrumental in in making that the case. So we yeah, we obviously had to. Um, yeah. You know, just take some time to talk about it. Yo, uh, for sure, man. And um, I have to say, I can't, can't, can't be the the importance of scenario. Not only the song, but the video. Shout out to Spike Lee; he directed the video. Uh, just seeing that joint, like for especially for the time, it was revolutionary. You know, somebody see it now, be like, yo, I I can do that <laughs> on my on 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 my iPhone three. But for the time, the scenario video was was unstoppable and then one of the greatest things ever them performing this song on Arsenio Hall show 
yeah. which I'll never forget that performance. I just remember yeah. when Buster was as I can buy and he was he was he had one of them cat in a hat type hats and he, was, <laughs> yeah. he was turning it inside out and it was like it was I guess it was like it was like red or something on the on the regular side or black and he turned it out and it had like stripes and then he just as soon as he got to you know powerful rah, impact yeah, yeah 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 yo I mean like just that alone and then you know North Kakalaki. I don't think I it was ever I never heard it called that until I, had, I don't know I if had. it ever was maybe but you know Charlie Brown definitely gets the credit for that um I mean I'm well, sure it was this, but yeah it, yeah it, it I'm sure it's for us but yeah, yeah it, it was definitely the, the beginning for us but Bo knows this and Bo knows that maybe maybe one of the you know it's a top 10 greatest opening line of a song just because who doesn't yeah, again, for for people from our era, everybody when they hear that they already know what time it is. Yeah, and then even just um, and salute to to the production man. We hear that doom doom doom. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Q Tip. Yeah, like yeah. it's like and, who 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 doesn't get enough credit as a producer because he wasn't putting his name or using tags on all the songs like that. But he he basically produced this entire project. You know, with of course with Ali Shaheed Muhammad, but you know so much of this was was the brainchild of of q-tip and um his 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 record digging is his dad's records mm-hmm. um you know and him turning that tragedy of of losing you know somebody that was so close to him and his dad into you know like this like you know not stopping you know like all right like we're doing this type thing my pops used to say it reminded him of bebop I yeah. said, hey, don't you know that things go in cycles the way that bobby, bobby brown, brown is just this amping like michael yo yeah. yo yeah. this this will never get oh i could talk about this for hours and hours man i wanted to, i want to shout out everybody who's ever took time to listen to this album who's you know bumped it supported it shout out shout out to our our our, our young homie uh <laughs> uh jay who we got to listen to this joint yeah um that was interesting yeah yo we did the hip-hop 101 uh it would be funny it'd be funny to uh i i'm gonna go back and listen to that joint because I, I i like doing this i i had pulled it up i didn't get a chance to listen to it i got busy but i'm gonna go back and listen to that episode uh i think it was like 145 or something like that where we uh we took one of our uh, we took one of our young homies. Uh, she at the time I guess she was what twenty one, and the first time she heard "Low in Theory" is with us. Yeah, yeah, good times, man. Yeah. Um, but you know, as always, man, we appreciate everybody listening to us. Uh, please listen listen out uh, for for future episodes. We got one coming uh, next week. We have our episodes that we've previously recorded uh, that we're proud of as well. We appreciate everybody that uh, likes, comments, subscribes, Absolutely. rates, shares, and of, of course, ultimately listens to Tissue and the Tape, man. We, we love y'all. We love the tribe. We love Low End Theory. What else, what else is there to say, Filmatic? Take us out with the fader. Yeah, yeah, mother. <laughs> I take it out like busted. Um, but no, seriously, though, man, shout out to um, our entire tribe. Shout out to uh uh Bonsu uh Tor uh can't wait for for their uh I'm excited 
Yeah, for their hard to earn on uh, the low end, gonna be checking that out. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Regular Cat Radio, everybody over there. Um, we we about to do start doing uh, some work over there. Um, start start playing some joints. Uh, he hold the radio about to be in full effect. Uh, Take Tuesdays, all that good stuff. And one last thing, man, who wins in the verses, Midnight Marauders or the Low End Theory? You, you know where yeah, I'm still I'm still roll even even on his birthday it's still uh I'm I'm still I'm still bouncing with uh with the, I, with that double M yo I, I see what you did there yeah 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 man um eight eight to six midnight marauders so he, he, he here's what here's what happens how many songs are on midnight marauders what 16 14, 14. It's, it's 14 too yeah Oh, Midnight, man. Midnight Marauders gets um, a couple of these records out of there easy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because. So, <laughs> so, so this might have the highest two highs. They like, like, uh, check the rhyme and scenario. Mm-hmm. But like the next seven or eight, probably, maybe. Something like something in there, maybe not seven to eight, but at least four or five. They all gonna go to. They all gonna go to uh, midnight. <laughs> so you know it, it would be great. I mean, if that you cool. you went down in if you went down in order, so that means you would have uh, God lives through verse scenario. Yeah, yeah. but li- lyrics, yeah. Oh man, that would be crazy. We might lyrics, have- ly- lyrics to go gets what out of there. Yeah, yeah. What's 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 the ninth song on? Uh, which, which song is uh, "Electric Relaxation"? Which, which which track number is that? Oh, uh, is it nine? It's either nine I or think. seven. Oh man! Oh gosh! Hold on, I'm uh, putting it up. No, it's eight. Clap, oh. your, clap your hands is nine. Oh my God, it's ten. So. Oh yeah. So 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 they yeah, they they, they, they bought it. So if you did it that way, where you just went track for track, because. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the the Steve Biko beat excursions. Let's let's do it real quick. Let's do it real quick. Okay, actually, we got some bonus material. We got some bonus material for you guys. So we're gonna go ahead and sign off, but we're gonna do this um, as an adjunct. Okay. To the okay. show. So, Philmatic, take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. You already know what it is, man. Uh, Work for the money, live for the love, die for what you believe in. Rest in peace to the homie Fife Dog, Trop Call Quest Forever. You know, forever stay uh, low in theory. And until then, respect he holds. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, daddy. Like that, baby.